Ladies and gentlemen, this is our opening act of the evening and joining me today is something a little different. Now you've heard from the perspective of a performer, from someone backstage, but what about somebody who actually gets you in the room? So joining me is Julie Kelleher of JK Management. How are you doing, Julia? All right, thank you. How are you? I am not too bad. I gotta say thank you for joining me now. I've probably got like all of your clients thinking as I I don't know, is she not trying to find me work? She's um, busy doing this podcast. I was like, so again, any clients of JK, I apologize for taking your agent away for an hour. <laughs> I'll be I'll be catching up. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> busy bees, as I imagine all agents to be. Yeah, that's it. And up and down with the with the pandemic, but get in there. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, I know we were talking a bit like um, before we started recording, but like, how how have you managed, like, especially like with like a lot of like theatres closing down, a lot of film productions having to stop. So like, how has it been for you? It's been, it's been sort of up and down and like last uh, 2020, it just died in uh, about April time. It just died. There was nothing yeah. at all. I was like, okay, there's nothing around. Then in the summer, then when things started opening back up, it was like, okay, brilliant. We're getting some more self tapes and booked a couple of jobs, but nothing, nothing major. And then, um, and then it died again. And mm -hmm. it was like, oh, okay. Uh, then there was this massive rush for Christmas adverts in, I don't know, it was, uh, I'd say it was like October time, something like that, which was great. Yeah. And then in comes 2021 with this, you must live in London. You must live within the M25 barrier. You're not allowed to live anywhere else. <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't want anybody traveling. And it was like, but we're closer than, you know, somebody who has to travel across England. We're, you know, we're two hours on a train. It's nothing, exactly. nothing major. We don't like mind sofa surfing and stuff like that. But it was, nope, you're not allowed. And that's still carrying on now, that M25 bias. Oh, we only want actors within this small region, but now they've actually got a reason to say that. It's just like, all right, now you're just making it worse for everybody else, so. That's it, yeah. What made you want to start, like, a acting talent agency? Were you an actress beforehand? Were you involved in the arts before, or? I was. I've been acting since I was... Uh... About three, doing drama schools, ballet schools, all of all of that. I was never cut out to be a ballet dancer, but I just loved the the being on stage. But it was really funny because I'd be in ballet school and I would just do all of the singing in the shows. So they would be dancing and I would be singing at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I did a couple of castings and commercials and I did uh, 102 Dalmatians, nothing major, just just there. I went to uni and did performing arts and theatre studies with this goal. I was going to start up a drama school. I was in the uni and I started volunteering for a charity called Theatre Forum Cymru. Mm. I loved it. And then my job moved into the university. So I was running all of like the youth arts projects through the university. It was great. Loved it. Nice. But I was still, my goal was to start a drama school. Yeah. In Aberdeen. So in 2013, then I had my little boy. And then I was like, I don't want to be driving back and forth to Swansea anymore, all 40 minutes. Yeah. And it's Swansea. Um, it's like, uh, you don't really want to come here anyway. <laughs> I apologize then, to my father, who is a massive football fan. He will please don't disown me, father. <laughs> Sorry, Scott's dad. Um, so, yeah, I just started the drama school. And on the first day, 
uh, I rented Abraham and Legion, the hall downstairs. It was great. And on the first day, I had 20 kids. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is it, you know, 20 kids. Fantastic. Thought I've, I've made it now. Over the course of the last six years, I'm now up to 250 children a week, uh, over six classes. <laughs> and then shortly after the drama school, um, 2014, I started this agency. I started with eight kids from the drama school. Hmm. And then over, it's just built and built. I say I've built an empire, but what I've built is a headache. <laughs> <laughs> And a lot of work. Isn't um, that the art in a nutshell? Just a massive it. headache? Yes, that's it. I, but I love it. I wouldn't do anything else now. I, I've always wanted to be accessible to it for, for everybody to mm. go, okay, right, you haven't quite got the credits to get onto Spotlight, but we'll try and help you. We'll, we'll get there, you know. And um, I started off then, um, I think it was 2015, I started with one adult who was a friend, mm. then followed on lovely Ridian Bowen afterwards. Oh, um, good old Ridian. Rid, if you listen to this, shout out to you, bud. Absolutely love him. And yeah, and then it just built from there. And then it was, oh, I know so-and-so and I know so-and-so. And then now I've got more adults than I have children. So mm. 80 in total with about 30 applicants a week. I always wanted it to be boutique. I want to know everybody. I want to know the ins and outs. I want to be able to follow them on social media and go, oh, look, they can ride a bike or they can. <laughs> yeah, they've got like other skills outside yes. of performing like so. And knowing them and going, oh, yeah, I know this person can spin a pen or something. There was a cast <laughs> of that the other day. It just came to my head. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a great talent. I'm terrible at doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing, oh yeah, they can do that. And I never want to go beyond that than knowing everybody and being able to chat to them as if they're friends. And and within the agency, it's lovely because everybody is so supportive of each other. So they're not just clients, then they're my clients and they're there. They're all integrated together. And it's like, you know, something will come up and somebody will see a, I don't know, a Facebook post or casting on Twitter and it'll be in our private group of somebody going, and they'll know the person to to tag. Yeah. And that's so nice to have them all supporting each other and, you know, and rallying around each other and giving advice, not just from me, but from each other. It feels like a community rather than the workplace then, doesn't it? That's it. That is exactly it. And that's, and I never want that to stop. Yeah. And this is why I'm on my best behavior, guys, because like if um, I've got an agent in the room, it's like, hmm, application may be coming. But then again, I don't want to make it 31 instead of 30 because I don't know if you're OCD. I don't know. That might throw you off. But I do only represent Welsh. So I say I only represent Welsh or people who are Wales based now. But then yeah. sometimes some a, a random will come in and I'll be like, there's somebody I could get to know and there's somebody that I really like. I really like their personality. Yeah. And yeah, come on, come in. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. So any Welsh talent out there, you video your first. JK Management, <laughs> send them an email. <laughs> and be a human being. Don't be a robot. <laughs> that's it. Be personal. Be Tell me something unique. And that's for applying to any agency. For me, it stands out if you tell me something unique about yourself. So the casting director, for me, the casting directors know me as the Welsh one with the sheep. So, because yeah. <laughs> many a time I've been over um, our barn and accepted a phone call off a casting director and, and I'm like, sorry, you might hear my sheep in the background. So, but then they remember me for that. So, 
Nah, <laughs> fair play. Just before we get into the reject or recall portion is I like to do something with my guests just to kind of ease things in, like even though we've had a nice little chin wag as we've started off. So <laughs> just a little round of would you rather. I'm going to say two things or maybe a number of things and you're going to tell me which one you'd rather right now. And it's not that you're rejecting the other ones. Like, trust me, I've had people have panic attacks before and I'm just like, calm down. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> Right then, Jill. Uh, the first one is, would you rather a big city or a small town? A small town. Disney or DreamWorks? Disney, all the way. Planes, trains or automobiles? Oh, automobiles, because my dad or my brother would never forgive me if I didn't say cars, because they build rally cars. <laughs> oh, there we are. They, Something unique already, yeah, like you were saying earlier. My, yeah, that's it. My brother builds cars american muscle cars as well and no not toyotas oh god they're gonna hate me for this um <laughs> escort there we are escort. rally and escorts that's the word <laughs> nice little cheap plug there as well <laughs> straight play or a musical a musical love a musical say i sing my way through life any particular ones like you are fond of or so my favorite has got to be lame is even though it's got some bad press but i've seen it three times yeah. i love matilda the musical we did that in our drama school as well. so i went to see it in london fell in love with it i was like this is so amazing um and then we did it with all of our drama school kids so it was brilliant they just put their heart and soul into it because the songs in it are so relatable i think yeah definitely and that miracle song at the at the beginning is like totally like the school gates yes school run school run. <laughs> <laughs> again it just said two in the nostalgia feels as well that's it yeah love it there we are and last question this might be a difficult one depending on your preference chocolate or cake chocolate cake Right. Anyone who's listening now, I have said this before. People are saying, oh, you can't say chocolate cake because it's not a thing. You heard your first people and don't argue with the agent. <laughs> don't just don't question it. So chocolate cake. Good yeah. answer. <laughs> a proper ganache, like dripping. Oh, yeah. Chocolate cake. Oh, God, I shouldn't have said that now because I'm going to be doing this entire episode. It's like, oh, I'm just craving Nutella now. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Nutella cake. And brownies as well. You like that, that's its own thing. One of, one of the girls who works with me, Jess, makes the most amazing brownies beyond, like you can eat the whole tray. So like if you're ill or if it's your birthday, she'll bring you like a massive tray of brownies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I got a feeling you're just going to have a lot of actors just um, saying, oh, can I apply for a teaching role at your drama school? Just so we can have brownies. <laughs> just for the brownies. <laughs> just for the brownies. <laughs> Nothing else. Here. That's literally why one of our staff is still here. She, she's here. Isn't it? Emma, are you only here for the brownies? <laughs> <laughs> But again, it's a unique quality to have, and sometimes it overpowers everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you are tuning in for the first time, the essential premise is like Room 101, but for things all to do with entertainment and the arts industry. So me and Julia are going to be on a metaphorical audition process. Things are going to be coming into the room, and then we're going to decide whether they get rejected or recalled. Julia, I can imagine there are a lot of things you would want to well, reject I've, from this place. I've written a short 10,000 word dissertation on it. <laughs> you get an A plus already. I haven't even read it. <laughs> so let's dive straight into this new episode of the podcast. So Julia, what is the first thing that has come into our audition room 
And are you going to pencil it in or are you going to try and reject it without consequence? Non-Welsh people doing Welsh accents. Where are the vocal coaches? Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, right? There's so many varieties of Welsh. Like Swansea is, well, 30 minutes down the road. They've yeah. got a different accent to me. I'm in the valleys. Yeah. I sound like I'm singing when I talk. <laughs> and then Cardiff is down there and they are really strange accents there. Um, They say words totally different to us. North Wales, your verge, you know, anybody trying to do a North Walesian accent for some reason will come out like with an Indian twang. Like yeah, or Liverpoolian. Gavin and Stacey, for example, mm-hmm. that's the South Wales accent, but there's about five different variations in there that I can hear. Yeah. But I remember, oh my God, you sound like Gavin and Stacey, you know, like, and it's like taking, it's like, that's not even Welsh half of the time. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Graham, absolutely fantastic actor. Line of Duty. Yeah. In the day. Oh my God, amazing actor. Amazing in so many things. Amazing in White House Farm, except... His accent. I've been looking at the duties and you've got a month's leave old. We're overstaffed as it is, so I want you to take it immediately. As far as I'm concerned, you can pack up right now and get that. Out of my station. What What even was that accent? I don't even know. It was like, is it supposed to be north? Is it supposed to be south? I'm not even, not even sure anymore. And then there was Robert Downey Jr. I'm not oh, even. Oh boy! Like, oh yeah! Now. Here we go! Here we and go! <laughs> You're not even gonna get a lock in by it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! You crack on. <laughs> what What on earth was that? Uh, where Where was somebody going? Where was the Welsh person on set going? Sorry, but you don't sound Welsh at all. Well, yeah, yeah. But there are some good ones. David Tennant, he yes. nailed it. Whatever. United. It's That's the one. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Nailed it. And he's Scottish, and he did it so well. But still, I think a Welsh person would have done it better. True. Uh, then Pride mm-hmm. about the minor strikes. Yes. They they were mainly English. They were a few nailed it in their mind. They they did. But they were a few that it was like, what? Sorry. Tom Hardy, love the man, would marry him, um, would leave my husband, sorry, right? Uh, <laughs> for him, we're, we're a magnificent man. Lock. I was like, yes, in yeah. luck. Yeah. Sorry, what? And it's like, now you've ruined my life. Uh, again, great film. It was just like, yeah. where are you going with this, Tom? What are yes, you doing? Sir. Okay, Donald, um, will you just give me some time to think? I... Tell your construction director there's no need to speak to Donald. Everything's already taken care of. And everything is ready for 525. There will be no mistakes. I have made sure of everything, and I've made sure everything is in place. You can go to sleep now, Gareth. Good night. So many variations of Welsh and maybe a little bit of Scottish in there, a little bit as well. And I don't even know what it was. I, I'll be his vocal coach. I volunteer. There we are, Tom. You've, <laughs> Not that uh, I'm obsessed with You've got it sorted there, mate. <laughs> if you ever want to play a Welsh character again, you need a vocal coach. You've got a lovely lady yeah. by you. <laughs> I nailed the South Wales accent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. I was like, hang on, is this PG? <laughs> but Bye, like, ma'am. It's all right. Like, I don't give a fuck. You say whatever the hell you want. (laughs) Like, obviously, when we're talking about, like, casting non-Welsh actors to play, like, Welsh characters, I can understand why they're going with, like, bigger names. Like what you were saying about David Tennant and all these other actors, Tom Hardy, especially big name recognition. So it's like, they're probably thinking, let's cast these people. 
because people know them and they're going to go and see them. And yeah, it's a good marketing strategy, but make them spend some time with vocal coaches. If they've got the money to employ Tom Hardy, David Tennant, Stephen Graham, whatever, Robert Downey Jr., then they've got the money to have a a vocal coach on set. And they probably did, but Mm. they probably... They probably went Welsh. Probably just too timid to say, eh, that was fine. Turns over shoulder. He's so famous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to upset this famous person. They're they're on they're unhuman. They're gods to me. It's like, no, they're not. They're just people you can talk to them. I was speaking to a couple of agents from Ireland and even from the north, and they were saying like theirs is the same where they've got oh do a general northern accent it's like yeah but there's loads of different variations of that there's loads of different variations of the irish accent we we were having a chat on um our coffee morning we have an agent's coffee morning um through spotlight and they were all in the same boat that sort of saying the same thing like we've established there is a lot of welsh talent out there some great welsh actors and the studios just had to go with the default setting. Oh, we want people to watch it. People will probably watch it anyway, because if it's a nine o'clock drama, chances are people are going to be sat down watching the telly anyway. So they'll just chuck it on regardless of who's in it. So, Yeah. And how are we supposed to, you know, uncover more talent from Wales if we're not given the chance? But then loads of my Welsh actors or my Wales-based actors haven't even got Welsh accents because they've lived so long in wherever, you know. Mm. They can do other accents and they're yeah. really good at it. Exactly. Um, but they're not going to be given a chance because they're not named. They're, they're not allowed to, you know, yet to show that talent. If we don't give those talents a chance, then they're probably saying, oh, we haven't got any actors anymore. It's like, well, no, you have. It's just you haven't done the homework and actually gone out to look for any. That's it, yeah. It's like we're all just in a queue. It's like, hello, we're here. Hi. Yeah, you're doing like, oh, job. Yeah, they're, they're looking the opposite way. It's like, no, not a single person. Just like, do you want me to hit you over the edge with a chair or something just so you acknowledge us? Or... Here's my website. <laughs> yeah, you can see my spotlight number on the back of this chair. So pff, read Every, that. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Again, if you're going to cast these actors who aren't from Wales or like or any um, regional accent or whatever like that, so just make sure they put the work in. But the people that don't put the work in, they just get rejected. So, But again, Tom Hardy, you can stay because you're good in other things. Yeah, just not the Welsh accent, but I'm, I'll teach him. Yeah, um, right then. So I'm not rejecting <laughs> Tom Hardy. I'm going to recall him, but he's going to sit in a room with Julia for 24 hours. It, Whether yeah. you teach him a Welsh accent or not is is <laughs> besides the point. What you two do is up to you. <laughs> or decide where in Wales you want it from. Where in Wales you want the act the the accent from, rather than a a general northy, southy, midy yeah. kind of. Yeah. Don't go for like the generalization of it. Like to be specific, it's like okay, I've got someone who is from Cardiff. Okay, what's the Cardiff dialect? What's the Swansea dialect? Why are they different? So. And just it's all about putting the work in, guys. So, <laughs> Julia, what has come into the room today, and what has it done that makes you want to reject it from our industry so much? It is London being the center of the acting universe when it comes to castings at the moment. Rejected. Um, Next. <laughs> yeah, Live within the M25. Wales is too far. It's really not. It's not. It's like the megabus is like, what, £17 or something. That's a short notice. Yeah, exactly. It's not the centre of the universe. There's castings going on in Cardiff and stuff 
this production's going on in Cardiff, but the audition is in London. Obviously, I can't speak for right now as well because we're self-taping in the first instant a lot. And mm. I hope that stays because it's it's got so many more people seen. That is true. And also like the fact like if they can get more self-tapes and they could see more people and then people don't have to worry about like getting to and from the places because I can imagine like a lot of castings that come through, oh, we need this actor to come into our space tomorrow. And it's like, what, nine o'clock in the evening? They want you to be there for seven o'clock? It's like, thanks for the um, notice. Yeah. But we'll goddamn do it. Give us the chance, so we'll bloody do it, you know. But exactly. If you're not M25 based, and and a lot of the West End musicals, you've got to be M25. And I understand that because of the rehearsal process and, and all of that, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But commercial, with a nice big buyout, we're happy to pay for our own travel lodge if that's the, you know. Exactly. It's like, hmm, maybe like 100 quid for a travel lodge for one night. Yeah. Um, to get paid like 10 grand it's like yeah I'll, I'll take the travel lodge hell i'll take one of the blimmin hostels and i'll share a bed with roger it's like hi roger and we will sofa surf like i said and we will stay wherever just give us the chance because we're not we're not on mars yeah. but it feels very much like there is this m25 bias and and I know that my Northern Irish and Scottish agent friends are in the same boat. I've never understood it. It's like this whole concept as well. It's like non-actors tend to say it, or like people who aren't associated with the industry. It's like, oh yeah, but you've got to be in London to make it as like a performance. It's like, no, you don't. Don't, no. N- not now in this self-tape age. Hmm. You know, we've, but we have had a couple in the last week who've actually been in London in the room and it's like, wow, it's so nice for that to happen again. But can we not scrap self-tapes because it's giving a lot of people a chance who wouldn't normally. So It's so convenient. One of the points that one of my friends wanted to reject was auditions in general. I'm like, okay, I kind of <laughs> think auditions are a good thing because you kind of see what you get beforehand. But I made the point, it's like what we're saying, if it was done more for self-tapes initially, and then if you wanted to do a recall, fair enough. Because one, it would save the company a lot of money on hiring out a space. It would save the actors a lot of stress, headaches, getting to London and everything. And also yeah. you get to see more talent. That's it, from wherever they are. Because the productions, when it does come to commercials, production does pay for them to stay in a hotel because they've chosen and we've had so many self-tapes successful weird as mm. we wouldn't have had a look in before and they've paid for a hotel and everything and it's, and it's all fine it's not it's not a massive amount of money yeah. although they did put one of our kids in the Hilton last week I was like okay well Extreme. I won't question that but there we are <laughs> <laughs> um it's all about getting people see no matter where you're from can we just give everybody the chance and can we stick to self-tips in the, in the first round? Mm. And then when you see things coming in five or 10 times and then the next time it comes in, it's like, actually, they can be from anywhere now. And it's like, oh yeah, thanks for that. Exactly. <laughs> so I will, before we actually make a decision on the initial point, self-tips definitely get a recall because yes. they are so beneficial. And like we yeah. say, we get more people seen, but it is this whole bias that it's not, like it is in like the, well, I say the golden age or like whatever age people want to call it is like, oh, you have to have a regional RP accent. You have to be in London to because it's only 
the upper class who are actors. Like, no, 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 that's not how it works. I mate. have got a lovely new client in Cardiff who's got the most magnificent RP accent. And do you know every self-tip that he's had has been for a drug dealer? <laughs> and I'm like, he doesn't sound like a drug dealer, you know, but there we are, there we are. Would one <laughs> like to purchase this bag of powder, dear? No. And he did the tape. Hi, Eric. He did the tape and he literally, he did it, you know, Roadman style like they asked for. But then he did it in his accent and then he sent it to me along with the other ones. And and I watched it and I was like, is he serious? And then I sent back a load of laughing faces like, I'm just going to go with it. And he was like, ah, he was like, "Add you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, but it sounded just brilliant because he was so, but his mum is, uh, was a BBC newsreader, so he's uh, he's from Cardiff and he's got this just ah, oh, it's lovely to yeah. listen to. Just grown up with yeah. that accent uh, constantly. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, but there we are again. You know, he's he's not allowed though because he's uh, based in Wales. You're not allowed. <laughs> it just sounds like um, met, people have drawn this image, or like a lot of agencies and like casting directors have just made this image of like it's just a barricade from Wales, just holding guns. It's like, where are you going? Uh, Going to audition for this play? No, you're not. It's like, why not? It's like you're Welsh. <laughs> like, move off. It's like, but I've got my Hamlet speech and everything. <laughs> no, not allowed. Not no, allowed. Go back and have your Welsh cakes. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> But this whole stigma just needs to get in the bin, if you ask me, because more people can get seen. There's loads of talent. And it goes back to the previous point as well that we were saying about this. Just like we hire these actors who aren't Welsh, but like they can do Welsh accents. Emphasis on can, shall we say. But it's just like, yeah, well, the reason you're probably doing that is because they've probably got this stigma in their head or this mindset. It's like, oh, we need to cast people that are local to us. No, you don't. This whole mindset just needs to get rejected. It's going for a trap door or mm-hmm. it's not even getting penciled in at all. I hope it gets booted out of the industry forever. Yeah, but it's self-tips day. Oh, yes. Again, that was recalled. So, but the stigma of not letting other people come into the audition room, that goes. <laughs> so that is two for two now, Julia. So let us move on to act three of the Reject or Recall podcast. What is the next thing that has come into our audition room? Let us find out why us as actors, you as an agent, and everyone else wants to reject it from the industry. Right. Okay. So it's local. When something is filming locally Mm -hmm. and they don't use local talent, but they did exceptions to this. So the Crown series season three... I should know because I worked on it. Um, <laughs> it filmed literally half a mile up the road. Hmm. If we hadn't had kids audition for it, I never would have got my foot in the door. But I just was bolshy and said, oh, I, I've got a team of chaperones that work for me. And then we ended up working on The Crown. But they did use a local primary school to film. They used all the kids in the primary school to film for it. Right. Great. But there are things that are filming on our doorstep that we're not allowed that we haven't seen any auditions for they've not been because they're already cast yeah in, you know from uh people they know people that, or people they've worked with before whereas if we were filming in you know on a on a doorstep not only have i got accommodation with holiday cottages i've got a team of chaperones that can chaperone the kids i've got a a mass array of diverse adult actors 
and we're not getting a foot in the door. It's already done. Again, these all revert back to your previous points. It's like, why aren't they making it easier for themselves and actually giving the people a chance? Yeah, real, real people. The yeah, but but not so much because it has started to change. So there's a big feature film filming in Newport and. They auditioned every one of our clients basically for it. Um, yeah, that was that was a manic week. What was it? Um, was it thirty-seven self-tapes in like three days? It was for the client, but I had to watch them all. I was like, oh my god. Um, the same four great. lines over and over again. That's it. Watching it over and over and over, going, oh god, come on. And then they had to be Wales-based. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And then it opened up to they can be from anywhere now. And it was like, ah, you know. Um, what, 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 like, why? It's like, if you know you've got all this talent so close, why? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, Doctor Who is a prime example of this. Like, how many times what? are they filming Cardiff? It's like, oh, we've got all of these prime locations in the centre of the, the city. It's like, oh, great. Any Welsh actors? Nope. Nope, not allowed. Sorry. Not allowed? <laughs> but we're right next door having a pint. That's like, yeah. I'll come over and film. <laughs> That's it. I'll, I'll come for free. Like, you know, just for, but no, no, nothing. But the oh. essay, they can be, uh, they can be from Cardiff. That's okay. But yeah, the, but uh, it's like, oh, if you want to say a line, no, you've got to be from England. That's it. Yeah. You've got oh. to be, because you can't give away because everybody in Wales sounds Welsh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because we can't do accents, apparently. But it's like, oh, oh no, English people can do them. It's like, yeah, but have you heard a lot of them? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's it's like all these are all like overlapping loops in my uh in my life for the minute. But I don't like it when something's filming on your doorstep and to the point where a production company has hired our holiday cottages hmm. and my actors are not in the thing because they're all they're all from England. Then at the same time, I can't complain now with the minute because I've got to um, recall that there are so many things filming in Wales again. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, again, like it is fantastic. Like we say, like there is this benefit of like more Welsh areas opening up and being filmed here because like beautiful locations. It's like, why not take advantage of that? But That's then it. again, it still should get rejected, in my opinion. It's like, well, you're filming on the doorstep. Why aren't you? looking at the local talent that's it yeah that is exactly it and it's like come on just give give some of them a chance you know and some of them haven't even taped some of them haven't been called into the audition route because again they don't want to make that they don't want to make them travel oh we don't want to make you travel all the way from wales it's like we don't mind it's yeah. not a show it's so close you know for yeah <laughs> i was like applying for a job i think it was on star now or something and it literally said Oh, filming location, Neath Port Albert. I was like, oh, oh okay, awesome. So okay. it was only like a small budget little piece. I was like, oh, chuck my um, showreel in there, chuck my headshot in there, cover letter, all the yeah. uh, typical stuff. And then I get a reply back, oh, sorry, we're looking for someone a bit more local. <laughs> I said Swansea. Yeah. Like, not New South Wales in Australia, Swansea, South Wales. I'm literally... I could take my bike if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Mad. Apparently they wanted someone within two seconds. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. They, they want you to literally live in their house. <laughs> yeah. Who are we going to cast as a serial killer in our new series? It's like, mother. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even reject that that would happen. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even um, put it past anyone. It's like I know there are things of like um, funds are being scrapped for a lot of sectors in the arts and everything, but I think that just takes the mick. It's like, yeah, we need this, but we're gonna cast Brenda from next door. It's like, that's it. yeah. okay, no, I'm sorry, that that's just a bit too far away. What's the word? No acting experience necessary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or the whole um casting calls. We're looking for real life people. That's it. I'm like, we're all real. We are. I promise we're not perfect. Yeah, it's <laughs> like even though we make believe for a living, it's like we're not figments of your imagination. We are actually human. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so but annoying. What we were saying, the recall element of it is there are loads of things happening in Wales, which is fantastic. Great location. But the rejection comes from the fact they're not even taking into consideration the local talent. Now, I know loads of actors, you know loads of actors who would be gagging for a shot of like um just something like that. But then it's like, we cast this months ago. Yeah. The same. And you like, didn't well, we think didn't to, to ask. Yeah, we didn't need to, you know, it's uh you know, fair enough, is this like a continuing series that's been going on and you've got the, your mains and you're just filling in, you know, the sort of featured you know that's fine but hmm. can we just open it up can we let everybody in and everybody have a chance you know exactly um, a lot of people are probably listening to us now and they think it's like oh you sound like someone who hasn't been invited to a party yes that's <laughs> what it feels like i wanted to be at that party okay i will i want i want to come to the party too even though i don't act anymore so <laughs> <laughs> it's like i could have said no but it would have been nice to have an invitation that's it yeah that's all i wanted was to be asked i didn't yeah. want to so anyone who is filming a piece in Wales, please be generous enough to even ask us if we want to be involved or just even We're send so a self-tip. We've we've landed so many massive roles in things, not to the point where your name is, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr., whatever, Stephen Graham. You know, we're not at that, at that point, but we damn could be there mm-hmm. if we could just get some more, you know, opportunities. And loads of my actors have got the best show reels and it's like oh my god you've done that and you've done that and why are you not being called it's this small hub that people perceive the industry as not it's a massive hub but it's like the big wigs as my friend would say seem to like push a lot of people to the side that's it but, but again like people who say it's like oh well welsh does wales don't really have that many actors it's like we have michael sheen we have taron edgerton we have anthony hopkins we have lords and lords reese evans we could go on for ages but you know yeah. but apparently they don't exist yeah that's it god anthony hopkins is amazing isn't he he is <laughs> i'm still laughing at people i'm um, kicking off about him winning the oscar and i'm just like why oh because have- chadwick boxman didn't win it it was like well, I haven't seen the film, so I can't comment. That's it. But I, but that's the same with everybody. There's always a winner and a loser. So it's exactly. It would be a bit. A, it. It'd be a bit weird, like if they treated the Oscars and the Baftas like a sports day. It's like, oh, here's the winner of the Oscar, and here's a paper cutout of the actual Oscar. Here's your participation award. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is the best day of my life. Oh, it's ripped and it's um. <laughs> oh, soggy straightening when it wheels. Oh, it would have happened if it was a real one. Yeah, but it was a participation <laughs> award. <laughs> oh, that totally gets um rejected. Not the um participation award, but yeah, that actually that should. <laughs> but the whole thing of like Welsh locations, Welsh um based film shoots or projects, and Welsh actors aren't even being asked to 
audition. That's it. That is the three acts of the Reject or Recall podcast with me, Scott Anthony Christie, and the wonderful Julia Kelleher. Julia, I got to say thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It has been lovely having you on. And if thank it, you for taking some time out with your busy schedule, i got to say. Just to open it up to anybody who's listening and needs any advice, or even if they, they don't want representation, or they're not at that level yet, if they've got any questions, whatever, because I didn't go into details <laughs> and stuff. To, you, if you want any advice on self-taping for something, or you're looking to get your, your credits for something, and you've seen something on Star Now, you want any advice or any tips and that then give me a shout chuck me an email i'll answer you probably on a sunday is when i do the most work <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, you're a busy bee as we've established it's like an adrenaline rush yeah. you know that and so-and-so's got the job like yes come on you know and and that and i just i live for that now that <laughs> yeah you've just you have been a part of helping them get to something better yeah, it's like, come on, you know, we did it. And um, especially when we heard like so many thousands of people have self-tipped for this and, you know, and and we've got there and we're from Wales and we're the little boutique agency and, you know, and, and yeah. just that success going, yes, we did it, you know. Um, anybody wants any advice, anything like that, give me a shout. Don't be afraid to. I'm not an ogre. I'm pretty friendly. And if if I'm not right for you, I have loads of agency friends as well. Agent friends, I mean. Exactly. And that's the way it should be. It's all a hub. We should all be helping each other to aspire to make great projects like um, what we've been saying before, like with you with the drama school, like with so many other people with loads of different things. Where can our lovely listeners find you on social media? Tell us about your agency, your drama school, all those sort of links, anything you want to plug right now. It's your time. (laughs) (laughs) I am JK's Performance Academy is the drama school. We're on instagram and facebook and then i'm on twitter as jk's management i think it's jks.management um and then on instagram's jk's management and facebook as well i've had to switch off a lot of my direct messaging because it was very full-on so it all links to my email now which is info at jks dot management i will leave all the links in the description for this episode and all over our social media anyway but as julia said guys if you are an actor out there if you are a performer and you want some advice like for me like i have been out of the loop for ages and it's just like even if it's just like anxiety little things like i'm sure you'd be happy to talk julia like again i'll say this one thing i'll send a little rejection of my own um down you little bonus one for the day if you don't drive, that doesn't mean you can't work as a performer. Yes, that is but, absolutely true. Like, I'll be honest now, I had a lot of anxiety for years, like thinking, oh, I'll never be able to work, like I don't drive, I don't do this. It's just like, it's not the end of the world. It's not the be all and end all, as they say. Mega best, 17 quid, it's a bargain. Train, you know, train, train's so expensive. I think they should offer an actor discount. <laughs> I will I will tweet GWR. <laughs> equity, um, get on it. That's it. Can I, equity, can we, uh, Equity South Wales, can we have a chat about uh, GWR's prices for actors, please? Like a senior <laughs> discount, but it's a muggle, poor people uh, yes. discount. <laughs> poor actors. <laughs> discount please <laughs> or maybe you get like a discounted price if like you um recite a monologue or perform a song or a dance while the train is moving oh my god 
Baddy Family Guy episode where they hire the helicopter and they can do a, do a jaunty tune to give a yeah. discount. <laughs> that needs to be a sketch now. Uh, Matthew Bull, if you're listening to this, write that down. <laughs> yes, can, can I can I help? <laughs> yeah, Julia helps write and casts it because we yes. want to get Welsh actors in Welsh spaces <laughs> and maybe in England as well. So definitely, we'll film it literally on my doorstep. We'll film right there on my doorstep. I've, will I've you cast Sandra from next door, or will you open it up? <laughs> <laughs> my mum will do it for a fiver. <laughs> I'll do it for a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Reject or Recall podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you have any pet peeves of your own and you'd like to get on board with the show, you can send your emails at rejectorrecall at gmail.com or just send me a direct message because trust me, my DMs are not as clogged up as JK management. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, guys, I've been Scott Anthony Christie. This has been Julia Keller. And I hope you have a lovely day. And as always, when in doubt, jazz hands. <laughs> have a lovely day, guys. Take care. Thanks again.